0: Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas.
1: Julia Connor here, and with me in the studio, Wilson Matthews from MWR, here to talk about a very special event as we celebrate the spring holidays happening in April. But we're only talking about one holiday, aren't we, Wilson? What's going on out at Blora?
0: Well, on April 21st, we have a flashlight Easter egg hunt. So be sure to bring your flashlight and a basket. The festivities begin at 6:30. There'll be pre-hunt activities, and the Easter actually Easter egg hunt begins at 8:30. There'll be concessions, bouncers, photo ops with Mr. Bunny, and and lots more.
1: What time do we need to be there so we can make sure we get in? Because the gate's going to shut down.
0: Well, and then- for the Easter egg hunt, you should be there before 8, 10, promptly. But if you want to enjoy the pre-hunt activities, get there at 6. And also be mindful that there's a $6 gate fee per passenger vehicle in effect at Laura.
1: Okay, it's a flashlight Easter egg hunt. It is. So are the kids going to be hunting eggs like off the sides of cliffs and things like that?
0: They won't know. They'll just be like in, a, in the field of blur and it will be chocolates and like Easter eggs and like lots of goodies hidden. <laughs> so who can attend? It's open to the public, but children ages two to seven must be accompanied by an adult. And there's a $6 gate fee in effect that will be $6 per passenger vehicle.
1: Okay, and we're talking passenger vehicle. We're not talking buses and trains yeah, and planes.
0: Regular old car.
1: So if people need some more information, what should they do?
0: They should call 254-287-2523 or log on to hoodmwr.com.
1: Okay, and once again tell us when and where.
0: It's at Belton Lake Outdoor Recreation Area. It's a flashlight Easter egg hunt on April 21st. Pre-hunt activities begin at 6. The East, actual Easter egg hunt begins at 8 30 p.m. and the gates close at 810.
1: Thank you so much, Wilson. I have been talking with Wilson Matthews from MWR. Once again, hoodmwr.com will tell you all about the Flashlight Easter Egg Hut. I'm Julia Cotter for Fort Hood
0: Spotlight. The Parina Incredible Dog Team is coming to the Clear Creek PX Tuesday, April 19th for shows at noon, 2 and 4 (laughs) p.m. Oh, my gosh. It looks out like. This high-flying dog team features some of the world's most athletic canines performing acrobatic flying disc routines set to music. Look at that one! Bring the family out to the Perina Incredible Dog Team show at the Clear Creek PX, Tuesday, April 19th, with shows at noon, 2, and 4 p.m., free and open to the public. I can't believe he did that!
2: Get to know the great place on your bicycle. Take part in Tour de Hood. The ride begins at 8 in the morning, May 7th at Abrams Physical Fitness Center. Then you're off on a cycling adventure. Take the 12-mile family-friendly route, or if you like a challenge, cycle your way through the more strenuous 55-mile route. The ride is free and open to the public. Register online at hoodmwr.com or drop off registration forms at any Fort Hood Physical Fitness Center. Tour de Hood is brought to you by Team Army Cycling, FMWR, and Band of Angels in support of the Fisher House.
0: Fort Hood Spotlight.
1: Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, I'm Angie Malone. Our in-studio guest today is Melissa Scheller from the New Parent Support Program.
3: Start off by telling me a little something about it. The New Parent Support Program is a program for what we call the zero to three population. So pregnancy up to children of 36 months old. We are a primary and secondary prevention program. So through education, information, classes, child rearing, they're pregnant and they want information on breastfeeding, childbirth, the baby gets here, helping the baby sleep through the night, Uh, schedules, appropriate play. As the child gets older, it might be temper tantrums or getting them ready for school activities, appropriate play again. We can help with anything to do with new family, but it, it's not just for first-time parents. If it's your fifth or sixth child, you can find new challenges incorporating that fifth or sixth or second or third, whatever it is. Is this for dads as well? Dads as well. We do get some single dads, some dads that might be geographical bachelors. I have a you know one-year-old at home, and I'm getting ready to PC yes, we're finally gonna be together. Mm -hmm. I'd just like some classes and information on growth, development, toddlers, ways I can play with them, ways to make the transition easier. Mm -hmm. Now, I hear that the program handles home visits. Well, you don't have to come to a class. We bring the education and the classes to you. And the best thing is it's all free. So you get a trained professional that is assigned to you. And then a curriculum is tailored around you for what you and your family need. So how easy is it to become a part of the program? Completely easy. You can refer yourself. All you do is call our number Mm -hmm. at New Parent Support Um, 287-2286 which is our main phone and let them know you are interested in the new parent support program we have a referral form we can fill out over the phone and then you will be assigned a home visitor that will contact you to work out when the home visits will be to set up your visitation schedule you know in the outside to have a registered nurse or a social worker come into your home and teach or do or support or whatever you need for your parenting information Mm -hmm. or marriage or relationship or just a Adapting to the army with young children. I mean how much would that be worth that? You could have them every week every other week for Mm -hmm. one to two hours working with you one-on-one individually
1: If you can briefly tell me about some of the workshops and classes that you
4: have available. oh
3: yes We not only do because we recognize that not everybody because there may be some out there that think well I would like some things to do with the kids, but I don't know about someone coming in and necessarily Every week, we have a play morning on Tuesday morning at Comanche Youth Center, 930 to 11. On Wednesday, we have a play morning at Bronco Youth Center from 930 to 11. We just fill the whole gym up. We have gross motor skills. We have the more fine motor skills with cars and dress-up and imaginative play. might be music week, and we'll have musical stuff out. We also, every week at both of those play groups, do a craft. Um, We also have Time for Tots which is a more uh, educational interactive play group that is the last Friday of every month and they can call our 287-2286 to register for the Time for Tots because they need to be between 3 and 4 for that one and we actually have it's more of an educational hands-on fine motor skills where our play mornings tend to be gross motor skills bring them in mom and dad let them run and play we clean up the mess then you get to take them home feed them lunch and hopefully they'll take a nap because we've wore them out you know we also Conflict. teach infant massage. I have five I heard about home visitors massage. that are infant certified infant massage instructors. So every Monday we have a Monday morning class from 9 to 10 and a Monday evening class from 6 to 7 free. free. In the outside world, parents are paying anywhere from $150 to $300 depending on the program. We also have a breastfeeding support group. We call it lunch and latch because I saw that. lunch for the moms, latching on for the babies. Right. Um, and Everybody's got to eat. That's right. They do. Five of my nurses are certified lactation counselors, and there's always at least two of them at that support group meeting. They might have a topic that they'll discuss, but then it's open for the mothers to interact if there's questions that they have. What happens when your baby's three, four months old if you want to breastfeed and you're out and about? Uh, What do I do? How do I get through the night? How do you start? You know, these are a lot of things. There's so many questions involved. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So this
1: is definitely an awesome resource. And if you can, Michelle, tell me where your office is located on post.
3: Yes, we're in building number 290 on the corner of Battalion and 37th street and then on the mwr website through acs Mm -hmm. because uh, new parent support is actually part of the family advocacy program so it is through mwr then army community service family advocacy and uh, my program is one of many programs that family advocacy offers and you can find information and our phone number for there and then there's one other class that i wanted to mention because we don't forget about the dads oh yeah i forgot about them boot camps for daddy (laughs) Okay. And it is a one day course, first Wednesday of every month, about four hours. But we even have empathy bellies so that we can really, give them, yes, so that they can get a feel of what's it like to yeah. have to get up off your side, out of the bed, and everything. The gentlemen that do attend, they have fun. It's all in fun, nothing's right. meant to embarrass anybody. Mm-hmm. And they do have fun, and uh, they mentioned that. I didn't know she had to go through all that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's very nice, but it is sort of a a what to expect the first few months for the dads. So again, it's a good, you know, sometimes what parents don't realize, the best support that they can have is each other. Wow, some great information from you. So please come back and visit. All right, thank you.
1: I'm Angie Malone for Fort Hood Spotlight.
0: April 29th, Building 12007. It's Phantom Food Fest. Four unit teams competing in the 13th ESC Culinary Arts Exhibition with live cooking, show platters, decorated cakes, ice sculpting, and the preparation of a three-course meal with four teams competing for prizes and recognition. Phantom Food Fest, April 29th, 10 to 4, in the Culinary Arts Lab Building 12007. Free and open to the public. That's you. That's you. Grab your basket and fire up your flashlight. Head on out to Blora for the flashlight Easter egg hunt. It's happening April 21st. Pre-hunt activities start at 6, including photos with Mr. Bunny, bouncy houses, and food, food, food. The hunting begins at 8. The flashlight egg hunt is open to everyone. Gate fee is $6 per carload. Gates will close at 8, so get there early. Join us at Blora for the flashlight Easter egg hunt, April 21st. Pre-hunt activities begin at 6. Open to everyone. For more info, visit hoodmwr.com. Ready? Rolling.
2: After school doesn't have to be boring. Check out the EDGE program!
0: Free! For 7th through 12th graders. Transportation and snacks included. Reserve your spot now! (laughs) Students must be enrolled with Child Youth and School Services. For more information, check out Sensations Magazine at hoodmwr.com. The EDGE program! Free! Happy? No, slow down.
3: I'm gonna go get some beef jerky.
2: (laughs) Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight. I'm Daryl Leonard, and today I'm joined by Miss Lacey Ide. She's one of Fort Hood's fire inspectors. How are you doing today, Lacey? I'm doing
4: good. How are you today? All right,
2: pretty good. What does the inspector do?
4: The inspector goes out to all the buildings here on the installation and ensures that we can prevent any possible fires from happening and ensure that everything is up to code and regulation according to Fort Hood.
2: So you have to give the okay before a lot of things can go into
4: play. Yes. Anytime anybody builds a new building or adds anything into their building, we make sure that it's it's up to the fire code so that they're allowed to have it
2: junior fire setters that's what we want to talk about today yes what is a junior fire setter
4: a junior fire setter is anyone under the age of 18 that has actually caused some sort of fire it is known as arson mm-hmm. but it's usually unintentional
2: is there a problem on post with this particular age group
4: there have been issues before and it is known that most children are interested in fire so there has been some here on fort hood but not as if lately
2: What have you found to be the real curiosity for children? I knew growing up you always heard about children being very curious about fires and therefore that's why they like to play with matches and set them. Have you found out that's the main reason why this is going on?
4: Well, it's mostly because they see their parents use it in an everyday atmosphere, lighting candles, lighting the fireplace, things like that. Of course, they're going to be interested in seeing if they can do it, too.
2: Are you going to schools and talking to kids about this?
4: We do go to schools. Most of the time we do it during October, which is part of Fire Prevention Week. It's a nationally recognized week for fire prevention through uh, the National Fire Protection Association. But throughout the year, we do go speak to the children or they come to the fire station and we do address that issue.
2: What do you want people to know about junior fire centers?
4: Well, some of the interesting facts about that is the median age for juveniles to start fires is at the age of five, which is a very, very low number. Right. Which makes it hard to say that at five years old, most children would know what the consequences are from playing with matches or playing with fires and no, they would not. So it's important to also have the parents know that they need to keep matches and lighters away from their children. They need to keep them locked up and they also need to know what the consequences could be from their children being interested in fires
2: themselves. How can we we help the community deal with this problem
4: we could teach them that they need to remember to keep up the lighters things like that also teaching their children about fire of course they're going to be interested like we said so if they have that curiosity teach them what a fire is what it can do and hopefully that'll prevent them from wanting to go out and play with it in their bedroom or somewhere where they're going to lock it up.
2: Where does it mostly take place? Is it in the home or?
4: Through studies, it's been inside the home, inside the children's bedroom themselves. We have been on several fires here on Fort Hood that it's the mattress that we end up putting out because they were playing with the matches or the lighter on the bed after the children have gone to bed or they're, of course, they go play in their room. So that's where they're going to be with that lighter if they get a hold of it.
2: And I would imagine being on post is very concerning because of the close proximity of government housing.
4: Yes and most of the quarters here are at least two or more families.
2: You still have a lot of the older buildings on post that may be primarily made out of wood.
4: Yes, that is correct. And wood, of course, will go go up up a lot faster faster. than like
2: a brick building would. Is there anything else that we left out that you need to tell us about?
4: I believe one of the most important things is that parents need to be aware of this. They need to know the potential hazard for fires and also they need to be aware of everything that they're doing so that they can prevent fires themselves and not just teaching their children the importance of it. And Again, I guess with smoke detectors being inside the home, they are here on Fort Hood in every single quarters. It's important for them to change out the batteries or have housing come up and change the batteries for them at least every six months.
2: Is there a phone number that folks can call to get more information?
4: Yes, the phone number is going to be 254-288-5820, or they can get on the internet and they can access www.nfpa.org, and it teaches a variety of things for home safety, work safety, and anything to do with fire prevention itself.
2: Fire Inspector Extraordinaire for Fort Hood's Fire Department. We
0: want to thank you for stopping by and talking with us.
4: Thank you, no problem.
0: This has been Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a production of the Fort Hood Public Affairs Office.